Our readings today speak of thirsting. The Israelites thirsting for water from their journey through the wilderness. And our Lord who comes to this Samaritan woman asking for a drink. And I think that these readings serve as a beautiful analogy for our relationship with God, especially in prayer. When we come to God, we come as poor beggars, essentially, like the Israelites in the desert. And at the same time, we are also like the Samaritan woman. And it's Jesus who comes to us, saying, give me a drink. Knowing full well our, our history, knowing full well our sins, the Samaritan woman would have been considered a great sinner, having had five different husbands, and she was currently living with another man. Many of the uh, ancient Jews would have wondered, why would Jesus spend time with a woman like this? And yet, that's exactly what Jesus does. He seeks her out. He actually goes out of his way to travel to Samaria. And he initiates the conversation with her. And his first words to her are astounding. Remember, this is the divine Son of God. And the divine Son of God's first words to this woman are expressing a need that he has from her. Jesus approaches her so humbly, almost like a beggar himself, saying, give me a drink. And far more than quenching his, his uh, physical thirst, we know he was tired from his journey, but far more than that, Jesus was thirsting for her heart. Listen to what the Catechism of the Catholic Church has to say from the section on prayer. Quote, It is he who first seeks us and asks us for a drink. Jesus thirsts. His asking arises from the depths of God's desire for us. Whether we realize it or not, Prayer is the encounter of God's thirst with ours. God thirsts that we may thirst for him. End quote. I, um, a couple years back, had a well experience, like the Samaritan woman in today's gospel, which I'd like to share with you all. I was in uh, Italy at the time, just three weeks after I was ordained a priest. So this would have been the summer of 2019. And it was our last day in Milan. I was with a couple um, brother priests, one of, one of whom was my classmate. And we were in Milan, and I was sitting in um, a chapel where the Blessed Sacrament was reserved inside the Basilica of St. Ambrose, the Basilica where the great church father who baptized St. Augustine was buried. And it was, my, uh, it was my first pilgrimage 
I'd ever made in my life. I'd never been on a pilgrimage before. But as I sat there in that Blessed Sacrament Chapel, I was praying about what it means to be on a pilgrimage. I was, you know, certainly having the time of my life with um, a couple of brother priests, uh, friends of mine, and again, I was just ordained a couple weeks prior to this, so it was, it felt like the closest thing to a honeymoon that priests can experience. <laughs> you know, you, going to Italy, going to Rome, Assisi, Milan, we eventually would go to France, and we were celebrating masses at the tombs of all these great saints. Um, St. Paul, St. <laughs> John the 23rd, St. John Vianney, his body, I remember, was right in front of me, um, above the altar. Um, and it, so it was amazing. We were having a, a wonderful time celebrating Masses of Thanksgiving all over, the, all over Italy and, and so forth. But I was asking the Lord to help me understand, like, what is at the heart of a pilgrimage? Versus merely, you know, what you might call a celebratory trip with friends. Or like a honeymoon, quote-unquote. And it was at that moment, as I was praying about this, that I, I took a, a drink from my water bottle. And remember, this is the summer, this is June, uh, in Italy. It's blazing hot in Italy in the summer. And I'd been trekking all over Milan that day. In my, I was wearing my, my cassock, my black cassock, so uh, I, was, I didn't realize how hot and thirsty I was <laughs> until I took that sip of cold water and it felt like my whole body was refreshed suddenly, head to toe. And it was in that moment that certain verses from the Psalms and the Liturgy of the Hours that spoke of thirsting started to come to mind. Like a deer longs for flowing streams, so longs my soul for you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you, as in a dry, weary land without water. I stretch out my hands to you. My soul thirsts for you, like a parched land. These are just some examples, and I was jotting these down um, as they were coming to mind. These are all in the Liturgy of the Hours, which we, which we pray every day, you know, these psalms. And I started to jot these down in my journal in this chapel, and as soon as I copied that last line, I stretch out my hands to you, my soul thirsts for you like a parched land. I then looked up at the tabernacle. And then my eyes were sort of drawn to a statue of Jesus, which was immediately above the tabernacle. And I noticed, to my amazement, that this statue of Jesus had one hand pointing to his heart, like this, and the other hand was outstretched, like this, to me. I was sitting, like, right about where Josie's sitting. And it looked like, the statue looked like this. And suddenly, I just knew um, what it meant to be on a pilgrimage. The Lord was giving me the answer. It's an encounter with two thirsts, two desires. On one hand, my, my desire, my soul's infinite desire, 
infinite longing and thirst that only God can satisfy. My thirst for the Lord, because I was made for Him. And on the other hand, it's an encounter with God's infinite desire and thirst for me. And it was truly amazing because in that moment, it just became abundantly clear. All these, these verses from the Psalms that I, I mentioned that I was copying down that spoke of thirsting. At, at first, I, I, you know, I took it as my, my thirst for God. <laughs> But, but in that moment, I realized, no, it's, it's actually the other way. It was really Jesus who was communicating his thirst for me. Just like he did with the Samaritan woman. When he sat down at the well next to her and looked at her and said to her, give me a drink. You could substitute in that line, give me a drink, any of these psalms that I had just written down in my journal. Like a deer longs for flowing streams, so longs my soul for you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you as in a dry, weary land without water. I stretch out my hands to you, my soul thirsts for you like a parched land. It was so clear at that moment that the Lord was speaking to me. And it was his thirst that he wanted me to, to know. And that this has stuck with me ever since, this, um, this experience in Milan. I share that with you because as we draw nearer to Holy Week... I pray that each of us can encounter Jesus at the well in prayer, remembering not only our thirst for him, our need for him, which we may have forgotten, just as I had forgotten how thirsty I'd become in, in Milan, but remembering even more so how he thirsts for us, for our time, for our attention, for our love. I pray that as we take another step closer to Easter, that we can know deep down that He thirsts so that we may thirst for Him.